With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Villa View. Dan Bardell is still on assignment, as we like to call it, so I'm filling in for him again today to chat all things Aston Villa versus Leeds this coming Wednesday in Villa Park. And thankfully, I have the wonderful Chris Dolan is going to be here as well to chat through this with me and uh, give us a lowdown on, uh, on, on this Villa-Leeds game on, on, on Wednesday night. Are you looking forward to it, Chris? Yeah, I'm actually... Um... I mean, Leeds obviously aren't quite the Leeds that we came across. I mean, I'll, I'll probably get clipped here, and it'll be, and we'll get an absolute drubbing. But um, yeah, I mean, certainly the Leeds, the Leeds setup isn't quite as it doesn't seem quite as um, as uh, on point as it did when they when they came up last season. But yeah, and no, I'll definitely look forward to it. It's been um, it's been yeah two and a half weeks. Um, I think in a way, it's come the the, the winter break's come at a good and a bad time for us. I think. You know, listening to to Gerard when he first came in, probably hasn't really ever had a proper chance to to really work with with the squads. Um, yeah, we we were missing <clears throat> Martinez, Buendia, and uh, Coutinho, but ninety percent of that of that of that squad was was still there. And and as you said off off camera, um, hopefully a lot of work going into the uh, Ings, Watkins, Ramsey. Um, Douglas Luis, John McGinn, um, set up. So, um, yeah, I think it'll be, um, uh, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be feisty. Um, still no love loss after after what went on in in the championship a few a few seasons ago. And uh, but yeah, anytime, anytime under the lights at, at Villa Park will always be tasty. Yeah, there is something, you know, obviously the famous Villa Park lights that used to be there previously, but there is something about a midweek game at Villa Park. Um, and the, you always see the fans kind of get up for it. And I'm looking forward to this raucous atmosphere because, as you mentioned, there is no love lost. And 
all over a pretty innocuous situation um, that involved Bamford and Conor Horan. And fans don't forget things like that easily. And then it kind of spills over into the media with Agbonlaur, Gabby and Danny Mills, you know, sniping at each other. So this one does have that kind of pantomime kind of needle to it. Um, I don't think either of the two teams particularly dislike each other in any way, shape or form, but it does have that kind of box office kind of feel to it whenever Villa play leads, particularly since they came up with each other through the championship and had those battles there too. Um, but before I suppose we go into the I suppose into the triviality of an awful lot of things that we spoke about there. There is, a, I suppose, a, a, a bit of a somber event happening during the game, and, and I think it would be remiss to to go too far into the podcast without mentioning it. But um, uh, an eleven year old boy, uh, Archie Hughes, uh, some of you guys may have heard, uh, passed away recently. Uh, very, very unfortunate circumstances. An asthma attack. Um, all accounts, really, really good kid, massive Aston Villa fan. And on the 11th minute, there will be uh, an 11th minute applause for Archie. And, uh, you know, if anybody's making a way to Villa Park, uh, what a, there, there wouldn't be a better way of, of sending off um, who, by all accounts, was an absolute, absolute top, top star of a child. And, uh, you know, so get clapping on the 11th minute and, and, and clap Archie all the way, um, all the way up to heaven. But, uh, and cap the team on as well after that because heartbreaking, uh, heartbreaking, yeah, heartbreaking, yeah. heartbreaking stuff there. So many, so many of these stories that you that you hear, especially in the in the yeah. community, you know, so it's heartbreak. So yeah, yeah. go go rest his soul. Absolutely, absolutely, and hopefully the Villa team can can you know do him proud on the field as well. And and as you mentioned there, Chris, previously that like a lot of that team was in Bodymore Heat and it will have been training and it will have been getting at it. And, and uh, you know, we seem to be pretty much injury free at the moment. But when you look at that Leeds team, Leeds have been searching for some, some sort of stability over the last few weeks. They've had a lot of injuries, a lot of COVID, and they were one of the teams that tried to, tried to brave it out. Like, do you, uh, I suppose it's, it's going to be impossible to see, to, to kind of tell what type of team Leeds are going to put out. But, um, you know, do Leeds still have the allure that they had previously, even considering they weren't able to go away and sign anybody in the transfer window. Yeah, I think you know, I, I still, I still think, regardless of 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 the starting eleven that they'll have, if it's their first team or or if it's if it's if it's players, you know, obviously we know they're missing um, Banford, Phillips, to name a few, two key players that tend to always perform against us, but they're just. Uh, they're they're a real hit and miss. They're they've been a real hit and miss team this um this season. I mean their last their last four or five results, you know, seven 0 against City, battered four one against Arsenal, and then of course we were due to play them after the Arsenal game, and and um I, one I was I was very much looking forward to, and 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 it got it got it got postponed. So, um, but then they went obviously to to West Ham, and 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 I thought uh, put in a put in a phenomenal. Uh, away display against West Ham, and it was almost the leads that we that we have came to to recognise under under Bielsa. Um, but as I said, hit and miss. Follow that up with a, with a one 0 defeat against arguably one of the worst teams in in the division at home. So um, they're certainly they're certainly there to be got at. I know I believe they've conceded what 10, 10 goals and set pieces. I think if you look at clubs that we've played over the last uh, the last few weeks and, and got something from you know. Leicester being one of those teams, um, Palace being another teams that have been really, really, really um, shaky at the back. We've uh, we've done our homework under Gerard and we've really, really exploited those areas. Um, 
you know, uh, um, target scoring from a from a set piece against Palace, Collins yeah. is scoring from a set piece against um, against Leicester, and uh, and now we look at the the leads the lead stats and and yeah, ten ten goals from set pieces is certainly something that we can um, we can exploit. Um, so they're 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 certainly there for the taking. Um, we're coming into such a crucial such a crucial run of fixtures, in, in my opinion. I think these next four or five really determine whether or not we can break into that top eight this season. Um, you know, we've got the likes of Leeds, Newcastle, Watford, Brighton, Southampton, West Ham, Arsenal. You know, so there, there, there's games in the next five or six that, that we need to be really picking up points. And um, there's never really been a doubt of our attacking prowess this season. It's just, it's just be able to keep clean sheets. We can't, we can't seem to keep clean sheets and, and um, hopefully, hopefully we can build on that, on that performance against Everton. And uh, although it did seem like a lifetime ago, um, certainly, uh, certainly showed a real resilience and bite that uh, Gerard's trying to, trying to instill in, in the squad. And uh, yeah, let's see, see if we can, if we can go one better and, and, and take it the leads on, on Wednesday night. And you mentioned about clean sheets there, Chris. Obviously, if we are to clean, keep a clean sheet, there's probably two names that jump off their team sheet to me that we're going to need to keep quiet. And it's uh, Rafinha, who is just like a sparkler of a player at the moment, mm. really ripped it up for Brazil uh, during the last two weeks as well. But also a guy that kind of haunts us in many, many ways, and Jack Harrison. And I, mm. I'll never forget that game at Villa Park last season. Um was it last season or was it the season before? Whereby he just it was last, last season, yeah, yeah the, the three 0 where he just hugged the touchline, yeah. and yeah. Uh, they basically just just uh, switched the ball to him, and he 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 destroyed mm. us on his own. Although Bamford got the goals, he destroyed us on his own. How do you think Aston Villa are going to cope with those two players, considering the fact that we now have two really attacking fullbacks? Yeah, I mean, also I think you got to throw Dan James into the mix as well. Yes. I think I think. Dan James is a player that I've that I've admired, a player that I that I like. Um, but yeah, Harrison's been Harrison's been a real a real mainstay for uh, for Leeds since the uh, since the championship days, and um, you know came through the city, came through the Man City um, youth setup, but 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 didn't 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 play for them at all. I don't believe, but um, yeah, it'll be. Uh, Again, he's quite hot and cold. I thought he ran the game against West Ham away when they when when they when they beat them three two, and then I thought he was really he was he was buying average against uh, against Newcastle. So I think he kind of sums up Leeds at the minute when they're good. It tends to go through him, and when he's having a quiet game, you know he hasn't got the likes of of, of Phillips beside him to 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 drive that ex, that real extra bit of quality and. Um, I think if he's having an off, if he's having an off, um, an off day, then Leeds seem to have an off day. And he, I think um, all all what's good about Leeds this season, I'm sure you know Leeds fans will probably be able to 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 tell me more. But um, from what I've seen, all 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 of what goes through through Leeds that's that's good is comes from comes from Jack Harrison. And uh, listen, they've, they've got quality, um, as you say, Rafinha, Harrison, Dan James. Um, so they can still they can still do some damage. Um, so we need to be you know we need to be really really on our on our A game as always in in the Premier League. But um, yeah, I mean I think it's two two teams that want to attack, and um, if we can play through the lines and we can keep keep the the fullbacks wide, keep them wide, and um, and then use our you know again. But then you you 
list off the players that we have McGinn, Coutinho, Buendia, Dina, uh, Dean, Cash, uh, Luis, Watkins. I mean, it's full of quality. Jacob Ramsey, absolute quality throughout. So um, we're certainly if we can if we can hit the heights that, that we've hit under Jordan over the last the last sort of month and a half, two months, then um, yeah, we can definitely get at them for for sure. Yeah, I I think I think Ramsey is going to be pivotal in in keeping Rafinha quiet. Um, because I, I I would say looking at their projected lineup, Rafinha is the worry for me. I'm going to say that my rational fear player with that team is obviously mm. going to be the Cookstown Cafu in, in Stuart Dallas at left back. I'm mm. delighted to see him at left back and not in the midfield. Well, I hope he's not midfield. Is he from Kirkstown? Kirk- is it, is it huh? He is. Yeah, yeah. He's from Cookstown. Yeah. 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 The Cook- Kirkstown, Kirkstown sausages. If, if you're listening, George Best, Google, Google George Best or, or put George Best in the YouTube. George Best did an advert for Kirkstown sausages back in, uh, back in the late sixties, early seventies. And, uh, yeah, Cookstown sausages are 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 dreadful. They're grim, but uh, yeah, uh, no hard feelings towards anyone from Cookstown. But yeah, the less of Cookstown, the better. <laughs> we move we move along quickly before we're taken down. But uh, you know, Stuart Dallas can score from anywhere, and it's it's really strange because you know he's somebody who's blossomed late, but hopefully he will be at left back and won't be in midfield because he seems to do a lot of damage against us in midfield. But stopping Rafinha is definitely going to be going to be assignment number one I think for this Villa midfield and I think Jacob Ramsey might be the man to do it because we've seen him Jacob Ramsey has really developed into a two-way player and what yeah. I mean by that is he's as good going back as he is going forward and he's developed yeah. that goal scoring um goal scoring uh kind of touch to his game as well and we even saw it in the behind closed doors game against Mulder as well you know he got a goal that day and um yeah, absolute quality, absolute quality. I mean, as you say, with with uh, with Ramsey, he seems to be two fitted as well. Yes, which which with you know that that goal against Norwich, I'm pretty sure was on, on his left peg, mm. and then the uh, the wonder strike against Mulder was on his left peg. So, um, I mean, he's he he really is. Uh, he's just getting better and better and better. He's uh, he's he is a privilege to watch, and uh, um, just so proud that when you think you've lost. You know, probably the best academy graduate ever in Grealish. Then another one, literally within months, comes through and is is as exciting. Um, and as I touched on a few weeks ago in the podcast, nothing against Grealish, obviously because he's world class. But Ramsey's cutting his teeth in the Premier League and he's running his trade in, in, in the Premier League. And uh, to 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 do that at his age, was he twenty years old? I mean, nice. he's. He, he, for me, thinking about Ramsey in, in another 12 months, I think he is frightening, but thinking about what, what kind of player he could be in the next three to five years, and he still isn't, isn't even at his peak. Um, so it's up to him, you know, it's up to him whether or not he, he wants to, because he can be anything. He, 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 he literally can be anything he wants to be. So um, again, if there's anybody that's, um, if there's anyone that you'd want to work with him in, in world football, it's, it's Steven Gerrard. So, uh, let's hope. Let's hope he can he can bring the best out of him because he's got everything. I know we're going massively off topic here, but you know, with the World Cup being in in November, um, yeah. you know, and there's always a bolter. You know, we've had the Theo Walcotts go with uh, go with World Cup squads previously. So I'm somebody that kind of jumps in there out of nowhere. I'm not saying he will be, but it's not beyond the possibility that it's, that Gareth Southgate doesn't see a two-way player like that and Jacob Ramsey and go, you know what? You know, he could mm. be the 26th, 27th man. I don't know how many people... Ireland never get to World Cup, so I don't know how many people you can take in your travelling in your traveling party. So uh, he might be that last guy that gets in there maybe for that experience. I, mean, with... I know what you mean, but, but I mean, 
Konza, we thought that we've thought that about Konza. Yeah, it hasn't happened. True. I still think Cash before he went to Poland should have been should have been in and around that squad. Mm. Um, and it's it's interesting because like, how long did it take Grealish to break into that England squad? And for me at the time, he was one of the best players in the league, and it took him forever and a day to finally break in. He'll walk into the England squad now, and he's nowhere near he's nowhere near the form he was at um, when he couldn't when he couldn't break the squad say two seasons ago when he was at his peak for us and he was running the show and he couldn't he still couldn't get the squad he, he moved to Man City by by all accounts hasn't performed anywhere near the levels that we thought he would do and he'll 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 walk into that squad so um, unfortunately with England it's always going to be it's always going to be um, what club you play you play for and and um, and uh, how you know how big the brand is because for, for a reason players don't seem seem to be picked on on uh, on, on on current form because if you're picking players on current form then then Ramsey has to has to get into that squad and uh, and as does as does Ezra Konza so uh, Ramsey I mean don't I don't want to start talking about England squads yet because I think I think we just have to focus on on um, for us. Uh, on, on on getting on getting that consistency for us but. You look at the Leeds game last year, and and um, when we beat them one 0 their place, and he was in the starting eleven. So again, he's been in around that 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 first eleven now for the last season and a half. Um, kudos to Smith because Dean Smith because he uh, I know he went out on loan, didn't he, Ramsey, just before COVID, and he came back with Doncaster. He, I think wasn't it? Was he at Doncaster? Um, I think he only he only had a a couple of games at Doncaster, so he's never really had a, a proper loan spell. But um you look at you know you look at what Dean Smith's really brought through this year and, and it's it's um Ramsey and then Archer, you know, just talking about sort of youth players coming through, you know, Archer looks like he's he's uh he 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 really is gonna be um a special player for us. And I know it's he's playing in the championship and it's a it's a real level. It's a real level like the gap in class is 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 quite frightening. Mm-hmm. Although You've seen some shocks in the FA Cup over the weekend, but overall the the the, the gap in class is huge. So I'm not going to get carried away by Archer, but you just looking at the way he's kind of dropped down to that level, and um and yeah, that the 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 goal he scored against uh, Hull was uh yeah. was yeah it was was it was top class. So yeah, um Ramsey Archer, there's there's quite a few quite a few uh real real sort of shining lights coming to coming through the academy at the minute and uh it's a it's a joy to see it's, it's, yeah. it's a pleasure to see before we get on and talk a small bit more i suppose about what aston villa have are going to have up their sleeve just uh for everybody there there is a podcast partner uh for this podcast tonight and that is boohoo man as you'll be able to see there in the screen you'll be able to get an extra 10 percent off all boohoo man menswear with the code villa view and that also uh in it excludes some lines but uh you know just use the code that's all i'm asking you to do go ahead buy yourself some nice clobber and uh you know uh, the guys here will uh, will do you a solid and get you 10% off by just using Villa View code at the checkout. So thanks so much to Boohoo Man for being a podcast partner today. And, you should have uh, stuck some 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 paper over your Kappa, over your Kappa logos oh, there, man. Censored. Forget censored. about that. Yeah. yeah. Um, producer Adam, blur all those out there. Blew all, I don't know, <laughs> but I do have... Uh, look, if anybody wants to go and get a lovely... Uh, Lovely hoodie. This is a NASA hoodie there. I can't show it up because it's inside out and I don't want to take up too much time. Um, but I did bring it with me. I just realized I forgot to put it on beforehand. Um, oh, you're grand. <laughs> oh, you're grand now. You're grand. Before, as, as I said, yeah, before we, wait, we were doing that, we were talking about Aston Villa and about what Villa might have up their sleeve. And, um, you know, 
the front three, I suppose, everybody's just going to... The team sheet's going to be announced. Everybody's going to go straight to the front three and see who's going to be playing there. Um, obviously, there was rumours that Emi Buendia was injured. They look to be false at the moment, considering he's been mm. plastered all over AVTV uh, mm. for the last yeah. 24 yeah. hours. Uh, obviously, Coutinho is just back off scoring that wonder goal for Brazil. And then the big question mark is, who does Steven Gerrard... Um, fancy up top and with the two games that we've played behind closed doors uh, do you think that those two games are going have told us anything I suppose about who we can expect no. granted that Watkins no. scored twice yeah I mean I haven't seen I haven't seen the starting 11 in those I mean I guess it's pretty much Olsen obviously Olsen was in goal and maybe Barr, Coutinho, Buendia it was, it was pretty much full strength but um, no, I think those games were just purely match, match practice, match to keep the match uh, sharpness in the legs. Um, but uh, something tells me that Gerard's the kind of the kind of manager that, that 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 plays players that he trusts, and and um, there's something about Ings that he that I think as but as Dan mentioned it a few weeks ago, I think, and I I, I, agree, I agree with him actually is uh, on the transfer um, video that we that we put out. I think he just edges Ings. I think he just edges, edges Ings over over Watkins, um, and I think it's just purely based on on the fact that he knows him more as a player, and he's and he's he's, he's had a spell with him at Liverpool, and and obviously his record speaks for itself. But yeah, I, it's a funny one. Something I, I don't like saying it, but something something tells me that Watkins might not not be with us next season. I don't know why. I just I I just have a feeling, you know, he was obviously a real. I mean, he was a Dean Smith signing. Um, you know, he obviously Dean Smith brought him through the ranks and and uh, and and then brought him to Aston Villa. But I don't know something something just just tells me that um, that he might because he's you know he's too he's too good to be sitting on the bench, mm. and he's not a wide player for us. It doesn't work when he plays out wide. And it doesn't work with Ings. Him and Ings just, just they just can't. They haven't gelled so far this season. So um, I hope I'm wrong. I love Watkins. Um, I really do. Uh, I think he's, uh, I think he's been brilliant for us over the last season and a half. But I don't know. Something just kind of tells me that um, that he might not be with us. And uh, I, you know, I really hope that um, that I'm wrong. The other is the team from last. From from Saturday, so yeah, pretty much as we as we thought. Though there's Chambers was obviously in there. Conza didn't play on um against uh, against Mulder, so I don't know. There's been no word on that. Have you have you heard anything regarding Conza's? No, haven't heard absence? anything. But obviously he did. He did get that bang in the hip just prior to the to the international. I no, but he, he played against Everton though, so yeah. he came through that game on Skith. But yeah, could be a a precaution. Let's hope so. Maybe so. Yeah, because he he would be a big loss and. Uh, it's just the one area still, even with Callum Chambers in, it is the one area that you would not like to see us pick up injuries in because, it, look, much and all as I love Courtney House and, and, and I think the Callum Chambers can definitely contribute. The drop-off from Mings and Conza to House and Chambers partnership, um, albeit not seeing what that has been, like, what that would be like on the field, you know, on paper and based on what we know from them in the Premier League, the drop-off for me would be probably the steepest drop-off um, of, of, of any 
uh, partnership or pitch, yeah, yeah area yeah, in the yeah, pitch. I yeah. think for me, and that's not saying that they're going to be particularly poor. It's just obviously you know that Mings and Kanza are are starting centre half partnership, and you don't you want to see them play as many times as you possibly can because successful teams are built on a successful uh, centre back partnership. You even go back as far as Pallister and Bruce. You know, you look at yeah. uh, Adams and Keown, Adams Bold. You know, like all these defensive yeah. teams. But it's, those, but it's yeah. Ferdinand. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. had a few. You know, uh, Larson Melbourne. For us, when we were when we, we were in the pomp under Elon McGrath, exactly, exactly. Yeah. That was quite a, a formidable duo. So yeah, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And I think um, people give Mings a lot of stick, but for me, Cons is Cons is probably a better defender. But but he's a better, he's a much better defender when he plays alongside Mings. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of what Mings does goes unnoticed. And unfortunately, with Mings, he is prone. He is prone to an unforced error. Um, and his tend to be uh, a lot more noticeable than than others, but um, I I still think I still think he's a he's a top top defender. Um, and there's not many there's not many top centre backs in our you know you look from say you look from say Brighton down from Brighton downwards who would who what what centre back would you take? From Brighton downwards, that's going to come into Villa and make us make us better. Um, I can't think, but it'd be interesting to just to sift through those those um, those central defensive pairings from from say Brighton downwards and just sort of have a little look and see and see um, and see who, who you know would Mings walk into their team or or who would we take from that from that um, from from a potential potential uh, duo. So. Uh, I think uh, I think it's all about I think I think football players I think it's about complementing each other and I think Mings and Con and Konza, they they complement each other very very well and um, I think that, that they both make each other better players that's for sure. I'm going to go back up top again up to the te- the two ten positions because something just pumped, just uh, jumped into my mind. In the event that Coutinho or Buendia can't go, do you think this mm. do you think this is maybe based on the fact that Leeds might have you know, breaking fullbacks in in Ailing and Dallas. And I go back to my rational fear of Stuart Dallas again. Do you think maybe this might be a game that, that uh, Ashley Young might come in for, provided that both of those two, the, no. the two tens are? No, you don't think so? Who? No, no. What, you think Young will come in and mop ahead of... Ahead of, um, ahead of Carney, maybe, he... or someone like that? No, no, I can't. I can't well, I can't see Carney starting. Um, oh no, 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 sorry, no, not not. But I'm saying if Coutinho or Buendia are unfit for any reason, and uh, unfit, start, yeah, um, yeah. no, I think if Buendia and Coutinho are unfit, then he'll 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 go Watkins. He'll go right. Watkins out out wide. Um, I think I think the mid the mid fifty three tends to pick itself. Um, Louise McGinn, uh, Ramsey, the back four picks itself. The minute, no, I think it's quite it's quite. Unless he changes the the, the formation, um, I, I don't I don't see him. No, I don't see him starting young. Um, I don't. I think I think young was a player that he, he leveraged on quite a lot when he first came in, and probably still does in terms of our, uh, in and around the dressing room. But um, no, no, no. I think um, I think with us now, it's it's play your best, play your best eleven, and um, we're at home on Wednesday night, and we have no excuses, and we have to take the game to leads and. Maybe if we're playing at Elm Road, then it might be a different story. But I think if uh, if one of the tens drops out due to injury or whatever reason, then then Watkins Watkins comes in. Yeah, yeah, it's probably the safer bet. Um, I was just thinking maybe the the fact that you know that 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 um, Ashton can probably drop back in and make it a, a flat four 
Yeah, uh, but then he can play. Then he can play Ramsey. He can, he can play Ramsey further forward as a ten, and then bring in Sanson or or Carney in the middle. Oh, so no, yeah. So there is that. There is that. If, uh, for me, if Young plays anywhere, he 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 comes in at left back. That's the only the only place in the pitch I can see Young in terms of if there's a you know if Dean if Dean is injured, I think I think he's, he'd probably still prefer Young at, at left back. But no, I don't I don't see him starting starting. Um, Further up the pitch as a um, as a ten as a ten. No, yeah. I don't. No, it's just just something that popped into my mind. Um, but it's going. I I think it's going to be a rip or of a game. I think it's going to be end to end. I don't think. Like, I I I think in a way that Leeds are beginning to get players back, trickles of players back. Like uh, Forshawn midfield has been very very good for them since he came back. He's kept the likes of click out of the team. Um, when Phillips comes back in, they're going to have a real selection dynamic there. Do, mm. do they keep Forshaw in there? Do they put Phillips beside him? They've got Robin Cock in there as well. Strykler, ain't they? Don't look like they're going to be moved from the two centre half positions, you know. So they're still going to have a really good team out. I think. I think you know Tyler Roberts being up front on his own, maybe with Rodrigo behind him. That's probably the area of the field, which is a good point for us. A lot of work in there between those two guys, but you know, obviously Bamford is a huge miss for them this season. Um, and if we can really corral Rafinha and keep him keep him quiet, which is easier said than done, you know, we should uh, we should go a long way to, to winning this game. I think, and I think the game, I think the aim should be to win it. Should be to win every game. I think so. Home. I think so. I think so. I'm just looking at their sub bench. Their their last eleven um, when they played Newcastle. Um, there's no one on that bench bar Roberts that I that I know of at all. Um, but still, you know. Mezer, Ailing, Lorente, Dallas, Strike, Rodrigo, Cock, Harrison, Klitsch, Rafinha, James. I mean, it's still there's still a lot of talent in, in there, you know. Um and uh yeah, I think um I think it'll be certainly be be a really, really, really tight game. But again, if we can if we can get at them and start, you know, I think for me on a draw, I would love to see a complete performance. I'd love to see a first half and a second half performance combined. You know, I feel that this season it's been it's been either a really strong first half or a really strong finish, and uh, I would I would just love to I would love to see to see a complete a complete performance. And uh, um, if we can like 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 any time if we can if we can get an early goal and go one up, especially with with the backing uh, of uh, of Villa Park, then I really fancy us. But um, yeah, I mean, what are you saying? What's your what's your prediction? What do you what, you know? What you, I've what done I've done two other Leeds podcasts today, and I've said three one Villa. In both of them, so okay. I'm going to stick with three one Villa. I just think Stephen Gerrard is probably he must have them kicking the letter off the ball and trying to take you know paint off the post, trying to just I think target practice is going to be huge. I think working the ball into the box has been huge over the last week. We're in the unenviable position whereby we have the um, whereby we have uh, had quite a decent squad there for two weeks. And two weeks yeah. off, yes, as you said, we're missing the Argentinian and the Brazilian boys. But, um, you know, even at that, Luis didn't go anywhere. So I think there's quite a lot that the team could have done. And there's quite a lot they could have worked on. It's the first time Mighty Beal would have really got his hands around a lot of those players um, in mm. one big sitting and, and been able to do it. So I think these and last even, two weeks are, are worth their weight in gold to this team. And I think we're going to come out all guns firing on Wednesday. But even the players that went away, you know, um, Coutinho went away and, and, and sort of worldly and got more game, uh, got more game time. Um uh, Buendia got his first cap for Argentina. He's gonna be mm-hmm. he's gonna be walking on water. He's gonna be feeling feeling um, you know top top of the um, top of his game. Martinez again was sensational. Still haven't lost with him. Fifteen I mean, games, fifteen just, wins. Just sensational. So again, he's walk. He's 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 on cloud nine. So they've gone away and and um, 
for me, it's only gonna it's only gonna have done them have done them a, you know a world of good. Uh, I think Coutinho, um, the kind of player for me that just he's that good that does he really need to be coached? I think but with him, it's about it's about game time and about match fitness, and uh, he got that and he scored a worldly, and uh, so that'll be. Um, yeah, that'll be that'll be that again. Seeing him again, like it's still hard to believe that we've got Philip Coutinho. It's still very, it's hard to believe that we have him in our in our team because you sort of think Coutinho, like it's just because it's been two and a half weeks since we last yeah. saw him, and very very strange. So, um, still still just buzzing to to, to see more of him. But uh, yeah, I, again, I I probably. I probably sit in around with you and and in, in, in terms of in terms of a of a Villa win. Um, I I want to say I want to say three 0 because I really really want to build on on that clean sheet. I really want to build on that clean sheet, and um, for me, clean sheets at the, at the minute are um, for us are, are vital because we we got to stop letting in sloppy goals. We, we got to stop making our making hard work of it. Um, if we, if only we had to cut out the mistakes against United, then we. Um, We'd be looking for uh, for three wins in the spin um, against Leeds. So, uh, yeah, I really, really fancy this, and it's a game that we should be winning. Um, it's a team that are that have been in and around us all season. And Bar Brentford, Gerrard's had a pretty flawless record against teams that that are uh, that are in and around us. So, I like to think we can we can carry it on and uh, get three points. And yeah, yeah, onwards, and onwards and upwards, as you say. And yes, it will be two what two and a half weeks since we've seen Aston mm. Villa play it feels like and because we've just coming off a loss it feels like we've uh, you know we're a teenager we've done something bad and we've had something confiscated for us from us and we're getting it back after two weeks you know like we've been grounded or something we get to go out and we get to enjoy Aston Villa tomorrow do you say it off the back of a loss no I've, beat did I say off the back of a loss I meant off the back of a win mm. Sorry, All right, right. Loss, because we were riding on the, on the crest of a wave and uh, yeah. then it was um, and then obviously you know we've to wait two and a half weeks now and I just realised that Acutino Juicy has been hanging up there since I got it so I didn't even wear it against Everton uh, for, or for the Everton game so I think I'm going to keep be wearing out yeah, keep it there maybe I should maybe I should superstition I don't just even know does it fit anymore I can't even remember what I ordered <laughs> uh, so it's uh, it's been been two weeks of of, uh, of plenty of eating anyway but um That'll all be forgotten when uh, when Aston Villa beat Leeds on Wednesday night. So I think that's going to do it for us. Just before we go again, as I say, guys, just to remind, eleven minute, eleven minutes into the game, and um, there will be a min- uh, eleven minutes applause for uh, for Archie Hughes. You know, so anybody going to the game, best of uh, best of order for that. Lots of applause, and uh, and let's send send the kid off uh, in the way that he would have wanted. And uh, as I say, lastly, there is podcast partner with the podcast today. That is Boohoo Man. Uh, Villa View at um, at the checkout gets you 10% off and uh, use it. Don't use it sparingly. Use it as many times as you possibly can. And, uh, <laughs> and Boohoo Man will be delighted with you. So thanks, everybody, for being with us tonight. Thanks a million to the lads here for, for allowing me to step in and to... Um, and and to chat to you tonight, and thanks a million, Chris, for uh, for all your insight as well. Pleasure, man, as always. <laughs> and uh, thanks to thanks to producer Adam in the background too. But uh, I think that's going to do Badge. it. As I say, Villa Leeds Wednesday. Get in front of your TV. Get into your pub. Get where get wherever you can and get watched. BT, BT Sport, isn't it, or Amazon? BT it is. Yeah, yeah. I think it's BT. on BT. Yeah, yeah. BT. But it's going to be a rip roar. And uh, here's to Aston Villa win. And I think until then, all that's really left to say is up the Villa. Up the Villa. Podcast Network.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.